Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I'm John Greenblatt, and I'm the CEO of the Anti-Defamation League. That may sound like Jonathan Greenblatt, the head of the ADL, a top organization that combats hate. The ADL indeed tracks anti-Semitic incidents. But it wasn't him. It was actually a fake voice created using AI. So that's a CNN report. And if you knew Jonathan Greenblatt, I don't, maybe some of you do, you would say, that's him. Because artificial intelligence does an amazing job, and they have. And what that turned out to be was an anti-Semitic message that was not Jonathan Greenblatt. It was an AI impersonation of Jonathan Greenblatt. One of the ways that artificial intelligence is already being used in a negative manner. Uh, Professor Joshua Bencio joins us, University of Montreal. One of us have been saying, one of the originators of artificial intelligence named the godfather of AI. I don't know if he likes that term or not. Um, Multiple award uh, winning professor. And uh, Professor Bengio, thank you so much for coming back on the program. When you hear that, and you know that that's being delivered by um, artificial intelligence on behalf of a racist organization that is trying to promote anti-Semitism, how does that make you feel? Very bad and concern for society and also thinking that what we're seeing now is just the tip of the iceberg in the sense that the, the technology is evolving rapidly it's much better now in uh, voice and image and text synthesis than it was a year ago or three years ago or five years ago it, it just keeps getting better and more difficult to distinguish from reality yeah and it's easy to do isn't it at this level well, it has become easier to do because the software to do it is freely available and distributed, and the new versions are available for anyone to download, including you know criminals and bad actors. Yeah. We have elections coming up. We have a federal election coming up in Canada. It could be next year. could be the year after. We certainly have a U.S. election coming up next year. Uh, artificial intelligence used in the manner that we just heard could vary significantly impact an election, could it not? Well, uh, I'm not a, an expert in, in elections, but uh, what I read is that there are different opinions about this. Um, my, my take on this is, uh, you know, let's be prudent and um, let's try to put as uh, many guardrails as possible to minimize those effects. For example, uh, asking the uh, social media platforms and, and other platforms that can carry those contents to either filter them out or making sure that it's shown to the user that this is uh, AI generated and not genuine. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Well, actually for images and sounds, it's pretty easy. It's more tricky for texts. Um, and you can um, 
sort of change the content with a non-visible or you know signature that you don't see or hear that can then be detected by software and displayed on on you know on the screen of the user uh, and I think uh, my opinion actually is that if it's for political advertising, uh, it should even be banned. Or if it's you know hidden political advertising, like you know not not being bought as advertising, but simply um, you know sent as a viral message through the internet. If it's not real content, I think we should be very careful. People are easily influenceable, and that's a big problem. Mm -hmm. You and I spoke earlier this year about artificial intelligence possibly being an existential threat to humanity. It can also do tremendous good if it's used, tremendous good yeah. if it's used positively. But how, how concerned are you about it being potentially still an existential threat to, the, um, to, to humanity? Or are those guardrails that you mentioned a moment ago, are they being put in place? And if so, if, are they being put in place effectively? Well, or do we know? I, I think the risks the risks have not disappeared, unfortunately, and um, there are you know long term risks like uh, losing control of these systems that could potentially be you know surpassing us intellectually. But that's uh, maybe years or decades away. Uh, something more concerning to me in the short term, in like coming years, is the misuse. So disinformation, as we're seeing, we're talking about today as an example, but also. Um, the uh, design of new weapons like bioweapons, chemical weapons, mm -hmm. um, cyber attacks by bad actors is going to be made easier using these systems. So th th these are things for which we need guardrails. Um, I you know, come back from a summit in um, the UK on the subject of AI safety, where governments have, uh, 25 governments at least have agreed that this is an issue that they, they should intervene. But it's going to take time uh, for legislation to pass, as we see, for example, in Canada. I mean, we've been one of the first countries to propose legislation, but it's still still waiting to be uh, enacted. And in the meantime, the development of artificial intelligence continues. And you don't really know who's doing what. We can't be sure if it's another yes. country, for example, and if a country is involved in a war, then they might find themselves on the losing side of things and they have an option. I'm, this is a worst case scenario, but they might have the option to use artificial intelligence in a very negative manner. They might very well do that. Yeah. So in the case of um, deep fakes, there is in principle a technical method that would allow us to um, uh, verify that content is genuine. So, you know, it would require that companies um, that uh, produce recording equipment, like for images and sounds, generate a signature at the time when it's recorded that says this is genuine and um and, and you can't tamper with that and so if if that was the case if some uh, uh state actor decided to throw some uh false content that wouldn't have those signatures the social media should be able to detect it if you want to hear more Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.